Happy Friday, everyone. This is Ryan Kramer, and you have welcomed and landed in my corner of the internet called Crossover Commerce with Ryan Kramer. This is episode 155 of Crossover Commerce. And like I said, my corner of the internet, like a, I keep, keep a space here. It's the corner of my office. I like to call it the corner of my internet or the internet, I should say, where I bring in the best and brightest in the Amazon and e-commerce space. That can be anything from uh sourcing and logistics to marketing to advertising to driving traffic to your website um but today we're going to be talking about one of those things that it's kind of a passive uh thing that not many people think about and if you're doing it poorly it's actually going to affect lots of things like return on investment uh your click-through rate sales in general what could that be it's amazon images or your imagery in general what is going to draw a consumer to your product what's going to stand it apart from your competition how do you get the consumer to click on your product listing from the get-go? It's going to be images. It's going to be how you stand apart from everything, uh, all the clutter out there that might be good products, but they might not be wanting to stand apart from uh, the competition. How are you going to get the customer to click on you initially and to discover you? Well, that is going to be discussed about today and various other topics uh, of, as we kind of go on. If you have questions, again, this is your first time at Crossover Commerce or if you're listening to this, this is an interactive show. So if you have people listening live, watching live on our social platforms on LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter, you can actually ask your questions in the comment section. Go ahead and just do that. And we'll see those and ask our guests uh, for their insight onto the matter. Uh, that being said, as always, this podcast is presented by Ping Pong Payments. Ping Pong Payments has now helped over 100, uh, 1 million customers to date plus Today, I should say, continuing to grow, um, transferring over $150 million in cross-border payments. Now, to date, has done $90 billion in helping people save money when they're sending and saving money, whether that's helping your VA, paying your VAs, paying your suppliers and manufacturers, or if you're just a global brand that wants to receive in multiple marketplaces, you have to check out Ping Pong Payments. It's free to sign up, and it's going to save you time, money, and effort. That's Ping Pong Payments. You can sign up for free in the link in the show notes below. That being said, this show is not just about myself. It's about the awesome guests that I have on and their insights and their expertise um, about obviously selling online. But we titled this episode today, it's going to be how to create high conversion Amazon imagery. And again, this is going to talk uh, not just stack, uh, product listings, but also how you can go into your hero images, how you can use those images to create awesome ads, uh, directing traffic to your Amazon uh, listings, as well as touching on Amazon Post and Amazon Video as well. It all is the visual element, how we want to stand out from the community. That being said, the guest I brought on today is one and only Ian Bauer of Graphic Rhythm. Ian is actually the owner of Graphic Rhythm, and as well as other businesses that revolve around design, copywriting, and Amazon Marketplace selling. He is revolutionizing the way business obtain graphic design services by allowing them to obtain high-quality, on-demand design services without the hassle of individual freelancers. So that being said, he is very much, he's been generous enough to hop on and give his insights to the space going into Q4, obviously, and where he sees the space going. Um, without further ado, I should say, uh, let's go ahead and bring on Ian Bauer of Graphic Rhythm. Ian, welcome to Crossover Commerce. Hey there, thanks for having me. Absolutely. So you're the guy I need to go to for all things graphic related. Anything visual sounds like you're the guy and you're the company I need to go to. Is that correct? <laughs> yep. Yep. We're what we call like a uh, full stack graphic design agency. So we, we've seen it all and we could pretty much handle it all. Amazing. So uh, 
the design element, obviously, did you, so what's that background for you? Were you an Amazon seller or were you a seller in the first place? And you're like, there's a space or this is more a, a passion for you. Is this something that you're, this is a, there's a hole in the market. I'm going to make sure that we bring the best service available to people and kind of go that direction or were you a seller and you kind of just, this is your passion and I'm going to go that direction. Yeah, so a graphic rhythm has always been um, kind of like a reactive. Our growth has always been really reactive. And I was an Amazon seller, and I've always had a graphic designer on my team. And um, like most Amazon sellers, I'm like heavily, you know, embedded in the community and, you know, networking and associating with other Amazon sellers, um, but other business owners in general. Um, and so, um, more or less, you know, like other business owners were seeing kind of like the design work that we were producing um, and they were struggling to get good results from their efforts. And so, you know, they started to, you know, basically say, hey, Ian, you know, like, can I borrow your graphic designer? And I'm like, yeah, yeah sure. Why not? You know, <laughs> sure, and, if you pay and, me. <laughs> right. and, and so that's kind of how that that uh, started is, you know, um, I, I have a knack for helping facilitate uh, someone's ideas you know, and, and breaking them down and then directing a graphic designer so that they could produce it. And so that's really how it came about. So. Amazing. Well, so are you yourself, so you, you saw this opportunity in graphic rhythm, uh, being around for how long now? Well, how long has the business been? In, I think, uh, we're, yeah. we're about to close our third year. So, okay. So you've seen yeah. the ups and downs and, and kind of the, the crazy time of what's going on right now. So that being said, the, the graphic nature of this business, Tell me about what has changed in just um, from your perspective, what has changed in these last three years on Amazon? It's always constantly, I want to say, more emphasis on so many different things. As a seller, you yourself can agree. Um, it Ranking can matter in different ways and optimization can uh, come through in different ways that are you know, more important than the other. I would say like it used to be the listings and your bullet points and you know what your title is now. Now it's more of how do you stand out from the crowd? So what have you seen that's kind of changed in the nature of the space in those three years? Well, so um, I would say that one of the things that I've seen just as a seller uh, is, you know, FBA always kind of felt like an experiment that Amazon was, you know, kind of conducting. Uh, seller Central was like a weird platform that didn't seem to really like um, you know, meet the needs of sellers. You know, Amazon sellers were always treated by Amazon as second-class citizens on the platform. Um, but over the last three years, I have really felt like Amazon has shifted to a strategy that's more supporting Amazon sellers, um, in particular supporting brands on Amazon. Um, and, you know, like with the introduction of brand registry and uh, the um, brand registry uh, programs, it's really become um, pretty much more focused on empowering brands and sellers to sell more on Amazon. And one of the things that they keep uh, doubling down on is uh, interactive uh, kind of elements to the product listing, product detail pages, and also like storefronts, Amazon posts. And then the other piece of that is is in addition to just like static imagery, Amazon is really, really interested in video. And you could see that they're they've been testing video. They've been introducing it in little places. You know, they they recently added live video so you could go live on Amazon. 
Um, and I think we're going to start seeing a lot more of that. You know, there's video on the listings uh, that used to be gated behind Vendor Central, and now it's available to brand registry users. And um, you could see that video is going on A plus content in, if, if you're, uh, you know, enabled for it, and then also advertising. So that's really the direction I see it going: is more interactive content, more visual content on Amazon, because uh, they want to follow. They really want to follow the trends like that you see in social media and with social media you you the trend has been like there was facebook and twitter but then there came like instagram and pinterest and now we've got tiktok and youtube so um that's the trend i've seen right uh, i mean I, I would agree with you 100 percent. i think uh, as time has evolved maybe you can agree that people's attention spans have gotten even uh, shorter. So it's how do you make that impact, that splash, if you will, really quickly. So if I'm I'm a beginner, let, let's start from the beginner. We'll go a little bit more advanced as, as sellers progress throughout their expertise and whatnot. If I'm a beginner, I need there. There's this simple, like almost template, if you will, of how to be successful right out of the gate with a new product launch. Um, with images, it, it, it kind of lines it up for you. But can you walk us through what those? Real, like how to make sure that you are optimized from the very beginning image wise when you're launching a new product listing. Right. So when you're launching a new product, uh, the b- number one thing that you, you're probably going to be concerned about is conversions um, and, and not necessarily sales, but just like that conversion rate, a higher conversion rate will of course increase your, um, you know, your organic ranking. Uh, Amazon really likes conversions. They like it way more than traffic. Um, so one of the mistakes that I see people make is they drive traffic before their listing has been optimized for conversions. So, uh, right away, when you, when you launch a product, you want to make sure that, uh, it's optimized for conversions. And the principal place where conversions happen is in imagery, right? So the images are what are going to answer the questions that customers have about your product. Uh, it's not in the title, that's for driving traffic. It's not in the bullets, that's for basically putting keywords. And and of course you put should put relevant information in your bullets, but it's just that people don't like to read, as you said. And so the <laughs> imagery is where they look to get their questions answered. So um, as far as like practical, like first steps, uh, you know, like we, I mean, there's, there's not really a beginner's version of it. Uh, I recommend just um, making sure that you're first of all addressing what people are confused about and what people expect and what your unique selling proposition is. Those are like probably if you, if you just had to focus on a couple different things to include in your images, those are the three that I would put in there. Gotcha. So, so obviously uh, uh, Amazon makes it so that your first image, when you go to a product listing, uh, maybe let's walk through this this way as well. So your first one is going to be in a white background. You want it to be maximized and making sure that it fills the space as much as possible correct no white space nothing that's uh shot on an iphone hopefully done in studio or using uh you know graphic rhythm to to shoot those images for you um is it is it a standalone product or do people do it with box what, what's kind of like what's maybe your your favorite way to showcase in that main title image um right when people go to your um, product listing Right. So the the main image is actually the only one in the set that's not conversion focused. It is 100% click focused. So you want to get people to uh, click and go into the listing and then the rest of the images take over. Now, as far as a main image, 
Um, it really depends on your product, right? So, um, you know, demonstrating there's, there's basically, you know, the, the overall goal is to get people to click, right? And so in order to do that, you want to appear interesting, you want to clearly demonstrate what your product is. Um, and there are different things that you can kind of employ. Uh, so standing out from the competitors, of course, so maybe that's arranging your product uh, in the in that main image attractively. Um, if your if your product is super simple, though, uh, it maybe does not have a lot of components or something like that. Um, one of the things that uh, a private label seller, you know, for a, pr a brand new product launch can get away with doing is um, showing the product in the packaging or showing the packaging in the main image. And it's a neat little way to get around Amazon's ban on graphic designs in that main image. So essentially you could use your packaging as like a little advertisement, you know, put some text on sure. there, a, a big uh, splashy headline or something, and that's your main image, right? And so it, it complies with Amazon's rules about no graphics. It does not comply with their uh, requirement that it shows the product out of the packaging. Uh, but it, it will, um, you know, give you an opportunity to put some words in your main image. Um, other than that, you know, like we, we do some hybrid kind of stuff. Uh, we're working with a brand owner right now. And it's it's going to be like, you know, show the packaging in the background. And then in the foreground is the product out of the packaging. So we see a lot of stuff like that as well for the main image. Gotcha. And for clarification too, people see different conversion, like this image is going to be conversion focused, like, or click focused, like you mentioned, different than if you were to do a direct to consumer website, correct? You would, you would, or do you see a lot of similarities between that image and the image you would have to put as your main image on Amazon? What would be the well, difference if there's any? Yeah. So the difference between like a Shopify store and Amazon is on Shopify, you're not competing with other people. Um, so the hero image can be whatever you need it to be. Uh, it, it, you know, it's, it's far less important because people um, on your uh, main store are already there. It's, it's, it's captured traffic. Really what you need to do is make them feel confident about the purchase. It's really just about finding the right thing. You know, so in that case, it's it's much more about just like attractively presenting the product in that hero image rather than trying to like compete with other people or something along those lines. Unless, of course, uh, advertising is playing a role or if you, like if it's going to show up in Google shopping or other search results like that, then you might want to pay a little bit more attention to um, more of that like click focused kind of thing. Yeah, of course. So first image is going to be uh, click uh, first image click focused. Got that. So that that would be our first main focus. Now there's six, seven. You know, it's kind of expanded on, and there's also space for video within your product listing. What are those main ones we have to focus on to make sure that we're going to get the most optimal conversions? Is it lifestyle imagery? Is it infographics of compare contrast? Where obviously this depends on the product you're selling. Clearly. Um, but what are those general ones that people should be very cognizant of and making sure it's in their product listing? So um, the type of actual image or graphic is slightly less important than the image goal. And so the first image goal that we have is what is the unique selling proposition of the product, right? Um, and if you think about the way that Amazon shoppers 
purchase stuff, it's usually type in a search result, right? And then start going through the search results. Maybe you're opening up a new tabs or adding it to your cart or whatever you have, whatever your, as a shopper, your particular method for like, you know, you know, the elimination, the, 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 uh, the tournament of Amazon products is you have one probably, <laughs> right. right? And so if you, as a seller now, you're, you're in this, like, uh, you're a finalist, um one of the things that you want to communicate really quickly is what makes me different right why is this product different than all those other ones that are in your cart or open in 17 different you know tabs on chrome or whatever it happens to be so we make that image number two is a unique selling proposition um but just as important is you know your customer came because they're looking to solve a problem right and they're looking for a certain feature set probably depending on your product right um, so I'd like to use the example of like a diaper bag. So a uh, diaper bag or diaper caddy, if you're a parent, you probably have like a laundry list of like things that I know that I want in my diaper bag, right? Like I need uh, the wipes compartment. I need the insulated bottle pouch. You know, uh, I need to make sure it has a shoulder strap or not, right? So there's a list of expected features. And so you want to make sure that you're communicating those really quick too. Um, so that people can understand, yes or no, does this have the things that I need to complete a purchase? Um, I could share an example of like just like my own shopping experience that um, that it kind of illustrates this, which is that I was shopping for like a um, USB hub for my laptop. Like I, you know, like I've got all this stuff right. plugged into my laptop, so I got to have like <laughs> hub for it. And I was really shocked shopping for this how hard it was to get answers to like the most important questions I had, like, is this a powered hub? Like, do I have to have an AC adapter? Does it come with one, you know? Um, and then like, um, you know, the, the ports were usually pretty easily uh, highlighted, but then like, it wasn't really easily explained in a lot of cases, like where they went and, or, or whether they were, whether they carry power or not, like in the case of like a USB-C. So, you know, like I wanted to basically like reach out to each of these things that I was coming across and just shake them and be like, listen, man, I've got all of these <laughs> questions. If you just put them in your images, I would be a customer already. Um, and right. so what people expect is the next most important thing that you want to address. Um, and then uh, related to that is what are people confused about? And so, uh, you know, sometimes there's overlap uh, between, you know, what people expect and what people are confused about. But if you look at the question answer section of your competitors or the question answered section of your own listing, if you've been live for a while, you'll see that there's a pattern of questions typically, or even in the reviews where people seem to be confused about something. We see a lot of like, does this work with my, right? And so that's a conversion inhibitor. Somebody who takes the time in 2021 where you can have it delivered by tomorrow um, to actually like stop and ask a question. They are a very deep in the funnel buyer. Like they are ready to right. buy. The only thing preventing them is this question, right? And if that question was answered, they'd be a customer already. So that's the third big thing that we like to demonstrate. So um Typically, we've got our main image. Image number two is unique selling proposition. And then throughout the rest of the imagery, we try and focus on 
um, a variety of different things, including what they're confused about, what to expect. And then we reserve the last few image slots because we assume that people don't really always get to them. Like they get their questions answered and they move on. So we reserve those for things that are really low priority. Like Amazon requires that you have the nutrition label on grocery products, you know, or mm -hmm. uh, the ingredient statement, or uh, if, you know, we've absolutely just run out of things to say, we'll put a nice statement about the brand and start converting them into uh, bottom of the funnel shoppers. So that's uh, kind of like an, a high level of how, how we approach the imagery. No, those are great tips. I, I think uh, a lot of people, I think, discount the, the free resources that are almost available for every seller, right? Of going into the uh, question section of a competitor and obviously highlighting what is different based upon those questions. Um, again, it's even in product ideation, a lot of people can go into different chat rooms or for different uh, resources. If you like you're trying to support moms uh, who are full-time workers or uh, dads who, um, you know, have, or like kids who have stinky, what, uh, sports equipment or stuff like that. Like they ask questions in these forums all the time, even in sellers, lots of people are asking, Hey, what can, where can I achieve this? Or is there a product that does X, Y, Z? Those are free resources that you can use as part of your product creation or just highlighting, like you said, um, what is different is free. It's, it's, it's great customer feedback and that helps that separation of uh, you and the other Me Too products that are out there. Not just colors, not just a lookalike product, but really truly it fits this seller perfectly and that's what you need to do with imaging. I think almost 90% of the time, I think I'm only solely shopping through images. If it looks like how I envision it, is that what you think a lot of people are doing now? It, if it looks like I envision it doing this thing that I wanted to do, that's my product. That's what I go with. Yeah, um, exactly. So if, if it's, um, yeah, if, if you're demonstrating the, like what I can expect, then that's really going to help with your conversion rate. Um, the, other, the other thing too, is that, that the imagery helps with boosting confidence. Um, and now you and I, and everybody listening to this are more sophisticated buyers. Um, and so we like, we know Amazon and we know what's going on behind the scenes a little bit, but our customers are not right. There are still customers who don't understand that they're buying from a third party seller or not Amazon. Right. And I, and I think there's a lot of those customers, honestly. There's a lot of them. Absolutely. Yeah. And so um, they're less sophisticated. And so they're picking up on little like confidence cues. And one of the things that's really tied to confidence is visual identity and how professionally you present yourself. Right. So imagine the listings that you see that have poor English and inconsistent visual identities. And typically, those make you feel a little like weird about buying this, you know, like, uh, you know, my wife falls for this trap all the time. She buys something like that on Amazon. And then it's like eight weeks, it'll be here from China. Um, and so you can use your imagery to also present that yourself as an authority to present yourself as authentic to, to really inspire confidence in the buyer as well. Right. I like, I like maybe like your wife, my wife, uh, this is kind of funny. I always call it out and, uh, because I'm very cognizant of paid ads. She always is clicking on the sponsored ads for products because it, draw, it typically can draw and it's at top of font or like top of page. Uh, Amazon has put 
six, seven, eight images, depending on where you're shopping from uh, at the top. And those are one of the always ones. And I just jokingly now just say, you clicked on a paid ad. I hope you know that. And she's like, every time, like, it, it's really funny because along with paid ads, you in imagery working side by side, you actually get the prime real estate at the top of the funnel. And if it again, looks and it feels like that it, it's exactly the same thing of you can create that authority of theoretically at the top, just like Google, it's the top of the page. Therefore it must be the most looked at sought after anything after page one or two, non-existent in the eyes of a seller. It almost is 0% conversion rate if it's on those pages. So uh, you and I both know that. I just think it's it's funny to see people who are not ingrained in that. And again, uh, we, we look at the detailed aspect of it. This, the shopper is a little more, hey, what's in front of me? It, it, it must be true. Um, it's almost more like simple-minded. Like you said, it's not a bad thing. It's just um, it's it's masked in various different ways and you're not looking for that. So, so as imagery has evolved, uh, Ian, is there, what's, what would be like the number one thing that you wished a new customer would ask you in like if they don't know something or if they're they're potentially going to be a new client is there something you wish that they would ask you um before working with them um i don't know if there's something that i wish that they would ask us before working i do wish or have that... ready i should say or like be prepared for uh well, yeah so yeah exactly so um one of the things that we always kind of like massage our temples about when we're working with clients is a part of our process, uh, besides just the graphic design, is also the copywriting. And we use what we call conversion copywriting. And conversion copywriting is principally drawn from the voice of consumer data, right? So if we scroll through your diaper bag, uh, reviews or your competitor's diaper bag reviews, and somebody has written a review that says something like, um, uh, I feel prepared everywhere I go, right? That's awesome. That's somebody's authentic review. That's somebody's authentic words. That's exactly how they're using, what words they're using to describe how they feel. And so we might take that headline and put it on your image, just like that, you know? So we'll put a headline right. up there that says, you know, feel prepared everywhere you go. And we often have clients who, um, like they have the wrong idea about what words do well on images. Uh, and they'll request that we change it. No, 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 no. That doesn't sound professional or no, 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 no. We don't want that. That doesn't match our brand tone of voice. And I do appreciate that. And I do understand it, but I also want to just like shake them a little bit. Um, but we're not getting paid for conversion. So oftentimes we're like, all right, you know, if you think that this is better, then by all means go for it. But we already told you what we think is better. And so I would say like um, knowing that going in that the copywriting process is really focused on, you know, like psychology is focused on, you know, getting people to start emotionally connecting with the product to start realizing a, a transformation. That's something else that we do is a transformation analysis. You know, and so um, more than the design, we often get, uh, you know, into tangles with clients about copywriting. And so that's something that I wish people would uh, knew going in or, or had a better understanding of going in. So on the imagery side, like that, those are great tips because um, maybe, again, your expertise hand in hand copywriting as well as imagery go go side by side and, and know what does convert because there are certain phrases that will turn somebody off. Um, you and I both know that. Is there, what would be like the number one thing that you see that's a consistent problem or 
that there's a, a lack of knowledge in the space in terms of imagery? Is there is there a particular one that no one has quite figured out or a majority of newer sellers are, are just hitting that same rut or hitting that same pothole, if you will, on their road? Well, one of the problems that uh, with Amazon and their new kind of offerings for brand registered brands is um, like A plus content and Amazon storefronts appear on mobile, but there's no way to optimize them for mobile. And mm. it really kind of creates a problem because, um, you know, obviously when you design like a set of A plus content, you're, you're designing it for desktop, right? And um, the statistics on who's shopping on what platform are really mixed and there's not, there hasn't been any like real good uh, recent studies on it. But from what I can tell, the most recent study has shown that um, Amazon customers prefer to um, browse on their phone, but buy on the desktop site. And so what it really, yeah, I mean, the, the ultimate kind of takeaway is that really it's just like web and you've kind of just got to have both. Um, and so what we've been doing at Graphic Rhythm to kind of overcome this is what we've we've been designing, like for our A plus content, we, we design it to be what we call like um, mobile sympathetic, <laughs> like mobile, like I, I don't even want to say friendly, you know, because um, still looks good. Yeah, it, it can it pass. Look, yeah. It, yeah, it'll pass exactly. That's really the best way to do it. Which, but you're, but you have to understand that you're giving up the desktop experience. You're, you're giving up the ability to put a lot of content in the A plus content because on mobile it'll look terrible if you have little text and stuff like that. So uh, that's one of the things that um, that from just an imagery perspective that we're actively trying to like find the best way to uh, work on. So interesting. That it, would it be that big of a difference if it wasn't as optimized on the desktop? Do you think like, if, for example, if it was mainly optimized, I, I call it optimized for mobile, um, and then they make that purchase on desktop, isn't their mind already made up once they've browsed on mobile, convert over to desktop? Like, would they wouldn't be going back to the same thing? Like, let me double check to make sure everything's right. Is there that big of a difference, you think, or a lift? Well, so we go when we go back to this idea that, um, you know, customer confidence, is uh, you know by how you present your brand one you know if you think about like to to create a plus content right you have these different blocks that you drop in mm -hmm. um and so the the one that we use the most often is called the image header uh image header with text right so it's basically just like a big banner on the a plus content and True. so when that displays on desktop uh, we can put different elements in there and we could create like paragraph text and it could look like a really nice, like almost like a section of a website, right? When you view that on mobile, you can't read it at all. It's impossible. So the, so if we go all the way to the mobile side and we optimize it for mobile, it'll look more like a meme, you know, because it'll, it'll have like big gigantic chunky text and, you know, maybe a single image. But then when you go back and view that on desktop, now it looks like this insane, like imagine like the a hero section of a any website, but bigger, and then stacked on top of each other like bricks. It would look crazy, and so, um, I'm not sure if that really answers your question. I think that both have to be there. I think that if you don't look professional uh, in either of those environments, you're really 
you know, posing a risk and ultimately can hurt your conversion rate. And so what we try and do is build this medium space where we're, we're using those, that space to include bigger text, not gigantic text, not hundred percent mobile optimized. We eliminate anything that, that couldn't easily be read on mobile, you know, and we just focus on trying to create a clean, clear, uh, kind of, a presence with that A plus content. Good stuff. I mean, that, that, that makes sense. I, I would agree. I, I, didn't know if there was that big of a difference in between the two, but again, you're right. More mobile shopping becomes more and more of a point for Amazon. And I think the actual shopping experience, Amazon makes a point to make it completely different. Um, certain triggers, I think this week specifically on our podcast, we actually um, talked about now after a point of purchasing, it will prompt you, especially on mobile, it will prompt you to follow brands that you're purchasing from very within the last, I think, month or a couple of weeks, it's now prompting for either first party or just brands in general, if you're brand registered to follow such a brand um, on a mobile experience. So I think that's very fascinating that it's now prompting you to follow along the certain brands, get that aspect of go to their storefront on Amazon for, for the seller listening to this out there and you're not, you know, brand registered, you know, so storefront would be um, something where you can actually put your best products, all the products you actually sell, best sellers, you can divvy it up however you, you deem fit and have a little bit more control over what you can design around. Um, that being said, more and more traffic is going toward these storefronts to find best sellers, products that might be available in multiple bundles, so on and so forth. So it's it's actually becoming more of a, you know, like a subdomain, if you will, of your Amazon shopping experience for brands. So I think that's super fascinating as well. So imagery doesn't obviously just stop on product uh, it can, uh, on product listings. It actually goes a little bit farther onto um, you know video, which again we talked about the live aspect, but also just shooting video itself, both visual components. But then you also talk about posts. Posts I'm not as familiar with. So um, would you would you kind of like walk through what? what Amazon posts are and maybe why that's very important for brands out there who to get involved in it and start to really make that a focal point of their selling experience. Yeah. So if you're a registered brand, do not sleep on Amazon posts. Um, this is a super, super cool, super powerful uh, feature that Amazon makes available to you. So the idea behind it is it's like, a, it's like a social media type experience, right? Um, and Amazon's literature, uh, you know, true to how Amazon does everything is like really like scarce and contradictory <laughs> and like, uh, so like they, they tell you like, oh, just post the same stuff you post on your other social media channels. Right. And then if you do that, then they'll immediately like deny it and say, go try again. Like this is terrible. Um, <laughs> but the idea behind it is, is it's, they want it to be like a social media feeling. Right. And the difference, of course, being that it's all linked to a set of product, uh, a set of ASINs, which you can define. You could say like, all right, to show these three ASINs along with this post. Right. So if someone mm -hmm. clicks on the post and it's not click, it would be tap because it's mobile only. It only appears on mobile. So if they tap on it, they're shown the catalog that you selected. Um, but the by far the coolest feature of Amazon posts is that they appear on your competitors listings the same way that um, the suggested products uh, appear at the bottom of a competitor. Right. listing. That's where the Amazon posts appear as well. And so basically for free, uh, you can drive traffic back to your listings from a competitor's listing using Amazon posts. 
Um, how do you tar- how do you have control of that? Is it it's all targeted? You can say, hey, these posts. No, nope, uh, it has nope. no no idea. No control. You have no control no over control. whatsoever. Um, but it's free, so that's cool. Um, they're doubling down on it too, so they are starting to integrate it with uh, ad platforms. I've seen some uh, people, some brands that have some new features for posts where there's like a targeting and integration with ads. Um, uh, Interesting. There was something else I wanted to say. I can't remember what it was. At any rate, so well, what, yeah, I was going to say, like, what I'm hearing is obviously it's free, so that's obviously a competition. Um, but there's text involved and there's copy, correct? It would be as if, hey, this is why we are like we are not better. Like you can't say in the text we're better than brand XYZ. It's hey, our product is has these different features. It's almost that highlighting of the differences between products, correct? Like imagery yeah. as well as text. Yeah, so it's got a main image, and then you could put a caption text in there. And they have some guidelines for what can and can't go in there. You can't mention competitors or anything like that. But as far as like what people are getting away with, it's really kind of goofy, just like everything. You know, um, Amazon seems to really want more of like a lifestyle photo in there. But that's not possible. You know, if if you're not a brand that has a lot of lifestyle photos. So we've been able, we've been experimenting a lot with it. And one of the things that we've noticed is that Amazon seems to prefer stuff with less uh, that's less busy. Um, they prefer mm. a very little on image text because it's not ADA compliant. There's no way to like read the text that's on the image. Sure. Um, uh, and then, but, but then when you look at some of the Amazon posts, like I've seen some crazy stuff, like a blender, like a, like a, uh, private label blender or something like that. And the post is like a picture of a yellow balloon it's like they're literally just throwing stock photos in there and then just letting it fly. So it's also not very hard to get ahead and get more visual, uh, more eyeballs on your post because there's this goofy stuff going out there. But I remember the thing that I wanted to say before is we've been um, working with a few different brands on Amazon Post. We, we also we offer an Amazon Post service. And so we, we can look at the reports and see how these posts are performing. Um, and I was looking at one of our clients and we drove something like, uh, oh God, I have to pull up the numbers. It was like 75,000 views to their listing over a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like a, they have like a 16% conversion rate. So I forget the math, but it was like, you know, thousands of dollars in found sales that Amazon posts are driving for free. Yeah, so, so for free, they're basically taking that away from also competitors too. So if you think about the math, that is sixteen thousand dollars away from a competitor. Again, it's not you're not in business to put people out of business, but that that's a net that's a that's a significant shift in in where dollars go in one pocket versus the other. That's a lot. Yeah, exactly. And and it also creates this idea of brand loyalty, right? Uh, brand loyalty is just being the brand for whatever, for your, for your client, right? Like being their go-to brand and it puts you in front of them more often and they're interacting with you more often. Um, and so combine that with like, if you, if you have like nice professionally designed images, you start to build authority and it's really Amazon posts are cool because they really have appeal to, um, every stage of awareness within the marketing funnel. And so I just, I think they're so cool and we, I love the experiments we've been doing, um, and you know, we, uh, in my business, we converted all of our brands over to Amazon posts. 
we cut back the ad budgets and we're dumping that money into Amazon posts. And so it's been great. Well, so, um, so with that reason, you're actually, you said with the ads that you're cutting over, is there, is there a way that you're actually paying for it? So like, what, how do you amplify that more? I guess like, what, what, what does it take to enhance, add, grow it personally without having control over like what would be the natural growth progression as a seller? How would I be able to take that to another level? You mean for posts? Yeah, for posts. Exactly. Yeah. So there's not a whole lot of levers that you can pull. And when I say I cut back our ads, it's because um, those companies, that company buys Amazon post service from Graphic Rhythm. Um, and so okay. like that, that, that service is like, yeah, so that service is like, uh, you know, totally inclusive. So like we're actually like posting in your account for you. And the cool mm. thing about posts that's really, really different than, than ads is they're um, perpetual, right? So with ads, if you have a poor performing ad, you're spending money on that poor performing ad all the time. And you want to like actively manage it and cut that back or, you know, adjust your keywords or something like that. With posts, on the other hand, if you have a poor for performing post, who cares? It's a post, right? It just lives there. It'll do its thing. Maybe it won't pick up as many clicks or whatever, but it's just, it's there. You're not paying for it to exist. Right. Um, it's like an they, organic placement or a blog or anything like right, that. Right, exactly. Not paying for yeah. the content. Interesting. Yes. So, what, so, so if, yeah, I was going to say Amazon has a game for that. Then obviously they wouldn't just let lots of people, again, just have free content that's going out there. Is there is there an in game that you see of maybe the shifts of pay to amplify a post, almost like a pay to amplify your your um, social media? you know, whatever your, your own post, if you will, is that, is that a down the road that you, if you had to put on your, uh, projection hat? Yeah, I would definitely say so. They, they do want to monetize it, uh, just like another ad advertising platform. Um, you know, paying to boost a post is probably 100% right. in the cards here. Um, I also see them integrating video into posts and we're excited for that. So that'd be really cool. Um, but yeah, they, they like, posts uh they're definitely uh, expanding on the program so i think that the smart sellers are going to want to uh start doing posts uh as soon as possible so that they're ahead of the game absolutely that's a good that's a good note to to have there ian um but you mentioned video too i think uh video is coming in very hot too and i think it's a very important thing in kind of the last kind of uh quarter of this episode of, maybe we can touch on is a video concept of you know, we've we've done that social media shift to uh, text uh, posts now off to imagery. But now it's video content based content. It's short form video. Um, you have the YouTube reels. You have the um, or excuse me, uh, reels from uh, Instagram. You have TikTok. You have lots of different content that's in short form, very easy to consume, very short amount of time. As that becomes very prominent, is that where we're going to start to see video? start to become ingrained in Amazon itself, but also ads driving to uh, Amazon listings from offsite or onsite. Yeah. So the, the ad thing is a reality right now. Um, if you uh, search in certain categories about halfway down the page, there'll be a big video ad right, right in the middle. Uh, Sponsored so ad, that, yeah. Yep. And that's happening uh, right now. And I think that it's going to continue that trend. Uh, certainly a graphic rhythm. One of the key places that we're optimizing, like our own service offering is video. We want to make sure that we're poised to support our clients with the videos. Um, 
So yeah, I would say definitely. And and uh, video is one of those things like a bad video is better than no video. You know, so if you're a private label seller, just grab your cell phone and record yourself like opening up the box and just talking about it and showing things to the camera and then put that on your Amazon listing and people will love that. They will be appreciative of it. You know, pay somebody on Fiverr to add background music or something. Um you know, and if you want to create more authority or something like that, there's services out there, including us, that can help you potentially do that. But yeah, don't, um, you know, start thinking about video, thinking about where you could put it, um, you know, and, and um, you know, how you're going to utilize it for your brand. So with those at the bottom, I, I know that you can have like customer videos, obviously you don't, you can't manipulate that, but you have like videos integrated with, there's the influencer tags that can say like, hey, I'm doing an unboxing, like you said, uh, or this is my review on it, things like that. How much does the seller have control over that part? Because in theory, this is the this is the cynical side of me. In theory, I can give myself a influencer money to to open it up, give semi poor review. I mean, they they could be honest, right? Or they can use it to weaponize it. Of uh, this 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 microphone is not as good. I would definitely rank competitor X Y Z way above this product and then gets tied to that ASIN, right? Um, how, do, how does that necessarily work? Yeah. You know? So that's uh that's danger zone territory for sure. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mess around too much with trying to get outside influencers to leave reviews. I think that's review manipulation and, and could get you in some right. trouble. But um, I mean, you see, you see like verified people that are posting reviews onto those ASINs. So without trying to go the negative route, how, how are, how are those getting tied to certain products? Is it, Amazon's doing that naturally or well, I suspect it's probably the vine program mm. uh, and you should enroll in that for sure. So that's more of like the, the official channel that Amazon wants you to use to like get influencers to buy your product, interact with it, post videos, post reviews um, and stuff like that. So I would recommend checking out the vine program to make that happen. And that's come and gone, right? Like that, that, that's con that that was here, then it went away. Now it's coming back again. Is that do you know for sure that's back? Um, maybe I don't know for sure that that's back. I felt pretty sure <laughs> not, that not to test you on the spot. I thought for sure. I thought for sure it was like it kept coming and going for for one reason or another. I, I just know that at this video is like this is the this is the marketer side of me of you know you want good you want good reviews. You don't want to manipulate it clearly. Like that's against TOS. But how are you? How are you, or how is outside getting tied to your ASIN? Because it could be on third party. Um, you know, the, the, it could be on one P or it could be on three P. So I'm really trying to figure out what route, what kind of program that's getting tied to those kinds of certain products. Because it, it, it certainly, it certainly feels like another storm of emphasis and validation, right? Like uh, we we talked about earlier in the episode of this is. Uh, you're, you're an expert authority. So if other people are saying like, I love it for my podcast, like I'm a, I'm a quote unquote influencer or I have my own show or whatever in this microphone, Yeti XYZ is going to be, is, is the best one. It's the cheapest one for me. It's the most cost effective. I can take it with me anywhere, buy it today. Something like that, where it's, you have no, nothing as a brand that you've created that they've created that on their own and they've put it out into the ether of, you know, it has multiple views tied to also like a second or third video with your own video. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure that I've I've seen that myself or maybe I haven't noticed okay. it. Um, I, I certainly do know that, you know, obviously 
when you post a review, you could post a video as well. Um, and I know that Amazon has several like influencer programs too. And so I'm sure that those are related, but that's about the extent of my knowledge on it. Sure. Um, and then the last kind of program I know with video existing is Amazon Live. You had mentioned it earlier. Is that something yeah. that you as a company are are helping people get in a part of? Um, because obviously those are there's certain people that are presenting, they're doing a whole slew of products, kind of that comparisons, but then also like how they work within their own ecosystem. Is that something that you're helping develop or that you're connecting people with? What what is that program like on your end? No, um, besides pure fascination that anybody would want to go to Amazon and watch a live video, uh, there's thousands uh, of people, man. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, I don't get it, but uh, no, for us, you know, we wouldn't be able to support uh, support our clients so much on that side of things. But we are able to create like uh, pre-made videos and uh, video ads and stuff like that. So. Gotcha. Okay. Well, with that being said, I, I know that you've actually, you and your team have created this ultimate guide for our listeners actually today. I just wanted to put it in the comment section, but maybe walk us through what this uh, Amazon image guide, optimization guide is and you know what it all entails. Yeah. So it's a beast, honestly. Uh, it's written by me and it, I pour just absolutely every single thing that I know about how to optimize an Amazon listing into it. Uh, I think it's like it's like it's a book it's like 27 pages long and we go through you know a plus content and gallery images storefronts amazon posts uh titles bullets descriptions all of it um it's the exact same like the exact process that we use at graphic rhythm um you know it doesn't talk about design obviously i'm not going to try and train anybody to be a graphic designer but like the planning the strategy the thought process the marketing stage of awareness the funnel position message matching uh how to perform a transformation analysis like all that's in that guide so i put that together for you guys and you can download it absolutely and and that, that's something i'm going to definitely thumb through um in my free time on the weekend that, that's a nice like friday night like drinking uh, a nice cocktail or a beer or something like that and go through the guide like obviously emphasizing uh you know all the things that it might take for optimization but i guess my final question for you and it would be um as people are doing this and they're downloading this guide uh Q4, obviously, uh, here in a few weeks, it's something very, very much on the top of people's minds. Um, a lot of people are kind of like mixed bag light. Is it is it going to be as hot as 2020 when lots of people put a lot of money online and we saw growth, uh, ten years of five to ten years of growth in a matter of one year? Um, or are we going to see kind of this plateau effect? Is there is there kind of a uh, kind of a feeling that you have or kind of foreseeing trends? Going into Q4, is it going to still cons uh, stay consistent and hot and uh, see all that growth that we expected year in and year? Well, <clears throat> to my knowledge, Amazon sales have never dipped, right? We've never had a year where we went backwards. And I think that with the pandemic still uh, a battle being fought in everybody's schools and doctor's office and so on and so forth, uh, I think that people are going to crush it online again this year so um i would definitely any worries that. that you think with inventory or anything like that that might be the one the one worry for customers yeah uh i don't know i don't i don't think so it seems like amazon has stabilized when it comes to fulfillment uh you know they they have the stupid inventory performance index or not the ipi but the um restock 
volume limits, that's going to be an interesting curveball for sellers. Like, you know, obviously you need to increase your inventory volumes for Q4. Is Amazon like, do they know? Do they are they aware that Q4 is coming? Are they going to do anything about that? Um, you know, so check the calendar, Amazon. Right, exactly. You know, like, are they just going to like let the algorithm arbitrarily decide that the same amount of inventory you had in June is enough for, you know, December 1st? So I think that's going to be a twist. Um, I would say that if you want to get your images con uh, conversion optimized, do it sooner rather than later, uh, definitely, so that you can overcome all the like rejections and, and all the goofy stuff that Amazon might put you through. So get that going sooner rather than later. Well, hey, I I, th I think I would agree with you. I think uh, the sooner the better. And obviously, we have less than, I think yesterday was the 100 day until Christmas, or something like that. I've been joking all week. I was like, my spider sense was tingling. Like, feels like it's this arbitrary, like the countdown to Christmas has begun, 100 days left. Um, get your shopping started right now. Because, I mean, from what we are seeing, prices of shipping are going up. Amazon's charging more in Q4 uh, for cost of shipping. So I think people are just, elongating the, the holiday shopping season. So now more than ever to optimize as soon as you can um, with the help of obviously your, you and your team and um, optimizing imagery, if you will. So for uh, Ian, quickly before we kind of uh, sign off for the day, what about uh, reaching out to you with besides the guy, which is amazing and free. And thank you so much for offering that to our listeners. What about reaching out to you and your team? Is there a way to go about that, connect with you, follow you and all your thought leadership? What's that best way to do that? Yeah, so I would definitely check out graphicrhythm.com. We've got like a bunch of different ways for you to get in touch. You can schedule a call with our team. You can chat in. You can email us at support at graphicrhythm.com. So there's a bunch of different ways you can get in touch. We could talk about your project. Um, you know, so check us out there, and and that's uh, the best way to get in touch. Amazing. Well, thank you so much again for spending some time on a Friday. I like to call it my friend fun Fridays. Um, nothing better than talking about imagery, imagery and kind of optimizing uh, your business. Again, one of the cooler backgrounds, even though it's simple, I, I like it, man, uh, that I've seen on one of our podcasts to date. Uh, you're doing great stuff. So uh, is there anything in the plan for you and your team to grow in Q4? Or it's just uh, heads down and, and working through it all? We are going all in on Amazon posts and Amazon video. We think that that's the next frontier for Amazon. So, uh, you know, we, we want to get more people doing posts, especially. So that's what we're looking at. You perked up when we talked about it. So I was like, that's the one, that's the thing that he's passionate about right now. So, Hey, but thank you so much again for hopping on and lending your expertise on crossover commerce. We appreciate that. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Again, thank you, Ian, for, uh, giving some insight again from graphic rhythm. Uh, just talking about all the different um, complexities, obviously with imagery, but how to optimize uh, those images uh, can be a simple tweak, obviously, um, but we learned a lot of free ways to look at your competition, making sure you're highlighting um, your, you know, just the the listings in general, um, what your competitors are doing, and then highlight those in your own imagery. Um, just great content. Again, um, just want to give another quick shout out to the link. Uh, for those who are listening, again, it's going to be in the show notes, but the ultimate guide to Amazon image optimization is going to be at graphicrhythm.com forward slash crossover. Again, that's going to get you there. Technically on the screen, if you're looking at it, it's forward slash GR forward slash crossover. I believe it's just going to be forward slash crossover. And you're going to see our lo a lovely logo there as well. Free to sign up. I'm going to do that as well and give a little light reading over the weekend just to kind of... Um, enhance my own knowledge of images. And again, if it's coming from Ian, you know, it's going to be good. So 
amazing guest, amazing host, and again, an amazing way to cap off our week of content. Again, optimization is what the theme was this week. Um, it was just a, a great slew of guests. Again, today was uh, no exception whatsoever. Thank you again, Ian and his team over at Graphic Rhythm. Again, everyone, thank you for listening to Crossover Commerce. This was episode 155. We talked about image, Amazon imagery optimization, as well as touching on Amazon posts, which I'm obviously loving and learning more about. And then, and then as well, video optimization as well. But again, if you're new to Crossover Commerce, if this is your first time or if you've been here for every episode 155 and listening to every episode on your favorite podcast stations, whatever that may be, or platforms, I should call it. Um, thank you for subscribing, tuning in uh, as well. More content coming next week. We have, I believe, three more guests lined up for next week that we go live on all of our social channels. So make sure you follow us on social media and then listen to us and subscribe to our podcasts wherever you might listen to your podcast. Again, give us a thumbs up and a nice rating. If you like what you hear, if you have guest suggestions or if you have questions, go ahead and still submit that in. Uh, you can do that by emailing me directly or just messaging me on social media. That being said, it's Friday. Guys, go out and have fun. If you're at conferences, we have a little surprise. If you're following us on social media, we're going to be checking in live at a conference there in Austin, Texas at the Billion Dollar Seller Summit. So we're going to be doing that here in a little bit. But other than that, everyone have a great, safe weekend. Happy selling. And again, less than 100 days till Christmas. Start shopping now and do it on Amazon or on direct to consumer platforms. I'm Ryan Kramer. This is Crossover Commerce. Take care, everyone.